Hello and welcome back to 40 Days and 40 Nights on the Camino with Jamie, the Long Distance Coach. This is your host, this is the author, Jamie Wallace. Camino de Santiago. I've just left Albanos and Obanos and I'm not feeling I'm not feeling the best the best way. It was just a terrible night. I'm still feeling quite shocked actually. Um, and I just wanted to be walking on my own. So I let Lewis and, and the Czech guys um, leather have a wee chat while I just kind of moved on forward um, and walked ahead and went my own way that day and my head was just clouded over you know I was just feeling that wasn't feeling too good that day Um, and the weather was very cloudy as well it was just kind of complimented how I was feeling Um, and I was trying not to let it what happened the night before get to me Um, but it's quite difficult but one thing that is good about going for a long walk is it does give you the chance and the opportunity to be able to clear things up and to help move yourself into a different kind of mindset and the easiest way to do that is to basically for try and forget about what's been happening and live in the moment so really just take advantage of what is in front of you and all around you and just using all your senses and to really embrace what's happening around about you and of course you're taking each step forward um, as well so you're always advancing towards your your goal which is another good thing and it does help to take your mind off and the thing is you're also you're always walking away from the the incident or from the bad thing that happened before um and the knowledge that um the cyclists would have been like miles away by now the, the cyclists tend to cover two or three stages um in this kind of length of time that um, someone would um, be able to walk to a different stage so that wasn't the worry but it was just that whole it knocked my confidence so I was feeling that I needed to kind of recover from that side so um, yeah it was a bit of a gloomy start to the day um, feeling sorry for myself and of course um, <laughs> the signs, the symbols going along didn't seem to um, didn't seem to kind of help because I, I remember seeing a dead bird on the road and then a wee while later I seen a dead frog um, but then things started to cheer up and as things started to get get brighter and I guess for me there was lots of different new places that I'd passed through today um, and after 10 o'clock, it was starting to get really hot and really sunny. And so the clouds had parted. So as the clouds were parting, I was starting to feel better. But as I was starting to feel better, it was starting to get warmer. And the, the walk was getting a lot harder as a result um, of the heat. 
but it didn't detract from the attractive villages and towns I was passing through, little hamlets, dusty roads, um, very nice and picturesque, um, just lovely to be walking through. And walking through the fields of kind of, um, of everything. It was just, it's just a great experience just to be able to get up each morning and just do your own thing if, if you had to. There was, and the good thing is there's, there's no, even though you meet people along the way, there's no expectation for you to always hang around with them. Everyone knows that everyone's on their own path. Um, and we all know that it will catch up with each other sooner or later if that's supposed to happen. Um, so we were heading towards, I was heading towards Estella. Um, as far as I knew, it was like a, a big town. I didn't really know much. I haven't been reading up on the places as I've been going to them. I've rather just enjoyed just being surprised by the different places and exploring once I get to each place. So I know some people like to research around, you know, about where it is they want, they're going and what they're passing through. But I was just kind of winging it and, and seeing, just going by my own experience. But it did, because of the weather and, and the heat, um, it did take, it seemed to take forever to get to Estella. And at one stage, I just, my feet were so sore and I just had to rest. I just lay under a tree for about half an hour and um, I think Lewis passed me, him and the others. Um, I think I just, I just had to take it easy that day. And the journey ahead, I knew it was going to be quite long. This was a 22 kilometer um, stretch. So I knew it was going to take me about eight hours or so. Um, so it was just one of these things, had to just get my head around to it. And the rest did me well. I think I probably had a nap, to be honest. My eyes probably closed. Um, and then eventually, when I got my energy back, um, got myself refreshed, um, I would have, I took, I just started walking towards Estella and when I arrived there, it was quite a long way down into the, the place because basically you come in through the back end and then you go down this steep kind of slope because it's down in a valley. And I just thought it was like a wee place, but actually it's a big city. <laughs> it's a huge town actually. Um, but the first place was the kind of the, the main hostel, the Alberg. Um, and that was full. So, and all the hostels and all the albergs and the place was full. This is because I didn't know, but there were. This was the day they were having their main festival. So, and then people from all over the region just basically come and stay in, in this place um, in order to to take part in the festivities and 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 all that. So, I'm I'm going to have this experience again of. I just want to like get in, get a shower, just relax, have a nap, but I can't do it because there's nowhere to, to put my stuff in, nowhere to, to shower yet. So I was given a map. The guy was really helpful in the, at the reception desk in this albergue. And he gave me directions to different places. And I saw there was one called St. Andrews. And I thought, oh, well, that'd be quite cool. How amazing would that be if I can get into this place called St. Andrews? You know, another connection to Scotland, you know, like fantastic. But anyway, I went down to the building and they were full as well. Tried another few places, they were all full as well. Complete, complete, complete. 
And I was like, oh no. Um, then I was looking online on, and then I found a place um, and I went I went into there and it was an old woman. Um, so it's like, um, like a lodger's place maybe. Um, kind of like a bed and breakfast type place. And, and it was more for like tourists rather than pilgrims to be staying in. But I think it was like 40 euros to stay the night. But you know what? I thought, let's just go because I'm not going to find anywhere else to stay. And she was happy to accept me, stamped my, my passport, my communal passport, and gave me the room and quite an old fashioned room, to be honest. But you know what? I wasn't caring. I had a bath. I remember taking the bath, and the bath was just amazing. It was just lovely. And once I had the bath and I had like a, I had a wee rest on the bed for a while, I had the balcony, the little balcony as well. So I took a look out the balcony and I must have sat there for a few minutes. And there was a, the street was kind of busy, up and down, up and down. And seeing lots of different people in their costumes and, you know, in, in whites and things like that. So there's a lot of, there was a good buzz in the air. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? Um, as it turns out, um, when I was going around my wee walk later on that day, it, as it turns out, where I was, where, I, where my hotel was, where, where this balcony was, was right overlooking where they were marching past and all the rest of it. Um, so actually on my Instagram, um, I took some, I took some um, videos in that. So I'm going to play a little bit of, let's see what this is. So this is all happening right underneath my balcony. And they've got the drums, they're wearing white and red. And people are following the little procession. And this was the start of it, this is the afternoon, but this went on all day. They just kind of march up and down all day. It was it was kind of amazing to see, um, and then as I was going out, I went out to get some food, um, but I couldn't find anywhere um, to to eat. Um, was, everywhere was busy and everywhere was needing a reservation, so I did find a supermarket. Managed to get some bread and some meat and some cheese, and I kind of made do with that. And as I was heading back um, back to the hotel to have my lunch, I noticed that there was a square off of the, the end of the road where I was staying and to the right hand side big huge town square and they were building they were obviously putting the last kind of touches finishing touches up to a kind of stage and it turned out that this is where the main concert was going to be that night so <laughs> after my wee sleep after my dinner and my, I had a bottle of wine and had a wee sleep um, and then I woke up and and then went out and explored and when it was dark and the place was just so busy um it was the vibe the vibes were amazing i loved it there was like kids running around chasing each other and um, with the big masks on um very proud you could tell that they were very proud of their their white and red uniforms um that they were wearing and Basically, like, I like teenagers just getting drunk, and I didn't know, understand why, but I found out the next day why that was. 
um, these these were the kids that were going to be taking part in a bull run. <laughs> so they were getting um, plied up for Dutch courage, basically. Um, but I really just had that, and I just enjoyed the the vibes. I was having a, a great time. In fact, where I was staying was just a brilliant choice. Um, I was right in the thick of the action that night. Um, big fiesta and big concert that was on. Um, uh, okay, yeah, it was busy, you know, to, to basically get more in dinner and stuff like that, but it didn't matter. You know, I was, I was able to buy something, eat something, have a rest, have a bath. Um, and then later on that night, I went to a Basque street food van and got myself some kind of kind of hot dog type thing, uh, which was really tasty. Um, drunk a ton of Fanta and Coke that day as well. Um, but all in all, you know, in the past, I was have probably been like a Victor Meldry, like quite grumpy, um, I think, you know, because all oh, the noise type of thing, because I... But I was loving it. This was, I was just felt, if you, if I was like chalk and cheese from the start of the day when I was like under a cloud and not, you know, and just feeling so unhappy about and, and uncertain about how I'm going to be able to cope and stay other nights. And to the night where obviously I'd one place, so I wasn't going to bother anyone else. Uh, we must know in or anything like that. But overall, I was just having a fantastic time. and. Um, it just made the difference and it just goes to show you that when you're on these walks you, you're going to have highs and lows and everything's going, it's going to be like a microcosm and it's all going to happen all at the same time within a short period of time and I don't know if you watch things like um, Survivor or you know like people get stranded on a desert island and playing a game type thing but these kind of environments you know they're kind of high pressured and you're experiencing so much in a little space of time and this is just that kind of experience and it's how we deal with it ourselves and that's what the walking process is good for it gives us that time in the space to work everything out to be able to gain some mental clarity and to understand to kind of become more responsible for our own actions we get to work on ourselves and as we do that we become better people um, by the end of it and it's just a natural process i, I think um, because it's something that we just have to do we, we can't rely on other people and um, to to take us in that direction because we are on our own path in life especially when we're walking on a on the camino and we're following all the yellow arrows now when you're on the the camino de santiago you'll notice lots of yellow arrows and that's just part of the symbology of the walk. Um, lots of yellow arrows. Buen Camino is the greeting that everyone greets themselves with. And you'll see as well that one of the kind of main motives of the walk is love is the way. Because people are heading towards that direction of love and appreciation. And I'm, I was sceptical right at the start, saying, oh no, it's going to be a kind of happy happy type thing. But actually, as you get into it, you start to acknowledge it and you start to understand what's underlying that. And yeah, I mean, there's so many types of love, isn't there? And we all place a meaning on what love is and we get to develop our understanding and meanings of love as we take each footstep forward um, along the Camino de Santiago.
So I'm going to leave this here. I enjoyed talking about this experience of, and you know, listen, letting you listen to some of the, the music that I was um, seeing all the time um, when I was staying at that place. The place that I was staying at was called Christ, Christ, Christas. And I, I would recommend, you know, that place, especially for the fiesta um, at the time. But tomorrow uh, I'm going to talk about day six and the walk to Los Arcos when I had a bit of shocking news. I'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Tune in again tomorrow for the next episode.